The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. Committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 24th of July. In your squeeze today, Boris Johnson to lead the UK. Two Melbourne men face drug charges in Bali. The MasterChef shake-up. And our three-minute squeeze with a maths whiz. This is your squeeze today. Last night, Claire, Boris Johnson was elected by 160,000 Conservative Party members to become Britain's new Prime Minister. He takes over from Theresa May. She finished up in the role at the end of May and has been caretaker Prime Minister since. He's a former London Mayor. He's a big character. He's a very passionate Brexiteer. What else do we need to know about the man in the top job? That he's quite controversial. He has uh, a very long-standing history with the public in the UK. He was Uh, a journalist. He's been quite a controversial columnist and contributor in the media for a very long period of time. Uh, He has, of course, been involved in the conservative side of politics uh, for ages. He is one of the most recognisable politicians there. And uh, with that sort of profile also comes a lot of opinions. And uh, it'll be interesting to see whether he is that divisive figure that some people think he might be, or whether he's able to bring people along with him because there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Brexit will obviously be on top of his to-do list with the UK set to leave the EU on the 31st of October now. That's the new date. Any indication on how he's going to go about getting that done? Well, this is the really uh, interesting sticking point and the next week will be quite instructive about how his colleagues feel about his approach to that. Johnson wants to leave the European Union come hell or high water. That means that a no-deal Brexit is something that they could be heading towards on that date. Uh, That's something that really scares a lot of his colleagues, but uh, maybe it is the negotiating tactic that he needs to actually get things done in a way that Theresa May wasn't able to. So, yeah, it'll be a very interesting week or so just to see exactly what that plan is. One person that will be happy is Donald Trump. He was certainly hoping that Boris Johnson would become the new Prime Minister. And our Prime Minister as well has said very good things that we've done good work with Johnson in the past when he was the Foreign Minister. So, yeah, Scott Morrison was feeling positive about it too. To the tragic story of murdered 23-year-old Australian Lucas Fowler and his 24-year-old American girlfriend, China Deese, Canadian police have released CCTV footage of the couple at a service station about 300 kilometres from where they were shot dead. They're very sad pictures to look at. The pair are embracing on the forecourt of a petrol station. Uh, his father, Stephen Fowler, who's a, a senior police officer in New South Wales, addressed the media there. He's in Canada and said that it was really a, a tragic love story and you could see in those pictures that they were very connected to each other. So so happy heading yeah. off on a, on a road trip, exactly. Uh, and police there say that the disappearance of two Canadian teams teenagers might be connected to it. So there's a lot more clearly to be unwound in that. Still not a lot of detail on what
what may have happened. In Bali, two Melbourne nightclub promoters face up to 20 years in prison after being caught with a small amount of cocaine when police raided the Lost City Bali nightclub last Friday. Yeah, people who watch the Indonesian justice system closely reckon they'll get about 12 years in prison, but the pair uh, had been paraded before the media yesterday. That's something that they like to do to shame these people and as a warning to others, the police chief there was saying, look, you know, come to Indonesia and have a good holiday, but whatever you do, don't bring drugs because we're not comp- we're just not compromising on, on that whatsoever. Uh, it looks like there's been a series of raids there, particularly against um, cocaine trafficking and uh, reports say that's netted up to about a dozen foreigners. Their names are William Cabentog and David Van Ersel. And whilst we're on the topic of drug busts, it's hard not to mention the bloke in Sydney's Eastwood who crashed his van into police cars. The van contained an estimated $200 million of ice. Police said it was the easiest drug bust the New South Wales police force has ever made. (laughs) Oh, dear. South Korea has fired warning shots at a Russian surveillance plane that it says entered its airspace. What's the significance of this one? The significance is that it's the first time by the looks of things that Russia and China have done joint long-range air patrols in that region. Uh, That's a a big new chapter in relationships between Beijing and Moscow. You might remember it wasn't that long ago that China's President Xi Jinping went to Moscow to meet with Vladimir Putin and he called Putin his best friend. So there's definitely alliances there and that, of course, could be a complicated factor when you're looking at things like uh, North Korea and the United States and generally the West's role in that region. Looks like drug-resistant malaria parasites are spreading through Southeast Asia. This is a particularly tricky one when uh, people who rock up for treatment are given drugs uh, and they're not being cured by those medications. And of course, malaria is a is a really big deal, not just in that Southeast Asia region, but particularly in Africa and the fear is if it spreads there, uh, where nine out of 10 cases of of malaria occur in Africa, um, that could be a really difficult thing. So yeah, medicos are, are keeping a very close eye on that. And big news for MasterChef fans locally here, and not because it was the finale last night, but because it was announced yesterday that George Calambaris, Matt Preston and Gary Megan won't be returning as judges next year. Yes, completely overshadowing the finale of that show last night. Um, The trio had banded together to negotiate with the network and it looks like they were seeking a pay increase. They've done 11 seasons on that show and uh, the network was unapologetic really in saying, well, they're moving on now. Um, It's thought that those three guys will still do shows together and could be on platforms like Netflix or Amazon Prime or, you know, that's the streaming world we live in. Those options are available. But the trio say that it wasn't about the money. It was actually about securing some time uh, for the three of them to work on other projects. Channel 10 has reportedly also said that the judge's departure is unrelated to news last week that Calambaras had underpaid staff. And they also said the show will go on. New judges will be announced in due course. 
Lily Cerner is a mathematician who works for Atlassian. Some may know her as the co-host on SBS's Letters and Numbers. Others might have caught her in Vogue Australia talking about her passion for getting more women into science, engineering and math subjects. And some may not have heard of her. And if that's you, might we recommend reading her three-minute squeeze this week? It's a good one. Yeah, we have so many super smart people that really enjoy the squiz and it's really exciting that Lily's one of those and, and terrific that she's um, come and answered some questions for us this week. Check that out via the Squiz Today email or on our website. Now, Claire, I'm hoping that the subject line might be a lo- lyric from Bohemian Rhapsody. It's become the first music video released in the 1970s or any time prior to the 90s to cross the billion view mark on YouTube. No, haven't done no. that. Um, okay. I've gone for the In Excess song that you will quite often hear played at political rallies, um, particularly on our side of the world. And that is, um, are you ready for a new sensation? Uh, it seems to be a good Boris. one for Boris this morning, I think. Yeah, good one. Like that. Thank you for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. If you enjoy listening each morning, please tell others about us. That's the number one way that we grow. And of course, don't forget that if you sign five people up to the email in July, you'll go in the draw to win one of $1,000 gift cards. I think that's all from us today. Have a great Wednesday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com today. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN. VPN.com forward slash squiz today. Are you?